Welcome to Words of Life, Love, and Freedom. I'm your host, Paul McKibben. And I'm going to be talking a little bit today about when we have reached a point in our life where we just throw our hands up and we're like, Lord, let your will be done in my life today. And for some of us, it takes a lot more of going through trials and tribulations, testings, uh, pain and suffering and stuff like that for, for us to really get to that point where we relinquish that control uh, of our own life to the Lord and let Him be in control, where we ultimately submit and surrender to God. Now it says in James chapter 4, verse 7, Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So this is giving some indication that if we want to be on the right side of the, of the fence when the battle starts, We need to have God on our side. We need to be submitted to God and surrendered to God. Because when we submit to God, then we can resist the devil and then he will flee from us. Now it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 27, But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. Now, a lot of people in this world, in their own human world, humanly worldly thinking, they think that the things of Scripture, the things about God, everything that Christians do is a bunch of rubbish. It's foolishness. And these are, I believe, some of the foolish things are the things that, um, that, are, that are called foolish that the Lord uses to put to shame the people that think they know everything. Um, the people of the world that think they're so wise, but they call the things of the Lord and Scripture and all the things that Christians do foolishness. Well, they're the ones that are put to shame. And the Lord will show them through those things that they call foolish that they are wrong. That these people that think they're so wise, that they're wrong. And the second half of that scripture where it says the weak things of the world, God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. Now, and this one is, this part of the scripture is, is really important too because, you know, we have to first realize that we are weak and broken before God. Before we really get to that point where we throw our hands up and say, Lord, let your will be done in my life. Mend me back together. Put me back together pick up all the pieces of my shattered life and put me back together and shape and mold me and fashion me the way that you want me to be. So when we reach that point in our life where we have become broken before God, that's what it's talking about when I believe it says God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things that are mighty. 
because when we are seen as uh, weak in some people's eyes, when we even in our own eyes feel weak, that's when the Lord can take us and really um, use that, use us as an example because it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, that my strength is made perfect in weakness. So when we are at our weakest point, when our life is totally shattered and falling apart, and we are weak and broken before God, it's at that moment that if we submit to God and surrender to Him and yield to what His Holy Spirit tells us, that His strength, the Lord's strength, can be made perfect in our weakness. And that's when wonderful things can happen in our life. When we are submitted to God, we are surrendered to Him, and we are willing to let Him be Lord of our life. To not just say, Oh yeah, you're my Lord and Savior, but let Him be Lord of our life. There's a difference there, because when we are letting Him be Lord of our life, that's when we willingly let Him take control of the ship and lead and guide us any way He wants us to go. So that is really important for us to know that you can you, you can say uh, that he's our Lord and Savior, but if you really are not living for the Lord or if you're just saying it and uh, you're not living it, then there's something wrong there. Something needs to change. So I'm going to share a piece of poetry today. It's called Let Your Will Be Done. And this piece of poetry is all about the feelings that I was dealing with that were stirred up in me when I was going back in time and thinking about back in time. And when I was reaching that point, of just throwing my hands up and I was just realizing that I was broken completely before God. And I was like, Lord, I can't do this on my own. Lord, let your will be done in my life because I don't know what to do anymore. So this is what this piece of poetry is kind of centered around with some of the things that was going on in my mind and in my heart in that point in my life some time ago. So this is let your will be done. Oh God, I praise you and magnify your name this day. I praise you, King of Kings, because you have allowed me to learn from my mistakes. Truly, you have shown me a new and better way. I can't believe that for so long I rejected you and pushed you away. How could I have been so blind? All you wanted to do was love me and watch over and protect me. When the time was right, your spirit came in like a flood. Out of your love, you saved me just in time. 
Oh God, I call out to you and I pray and I cry. I call out to you in my brokenness. And I ask myself, why did I reject you so long? Why did I have to be so hard-headed and stubborn? I don't understand why. As your spirit fills me more and more, I say, come, Holy Spirit, come. I call out to you a broken man. Nowhere else to turn, but to you I come. I come to you, O God. I say, praise you, O God. Let your will be done. Then your spirit quickens me, and I listen as I hear your spirit say, All I ever wanted for you, son, was for you to wait on me, listen, be obedient, and surrender to me, and in your life let me have my way. Then the Lord reminded me that I was the one that chose the path that I decided to go down. He and his foreknowledge knew that the enemy would try to beat me into the ground. Even though my king knew that I would suffer and be in pain, he knew that I would learn from my mistakes and that from these lessons I would have so much to gain. My God allowed me to go through the things that I went through so that I would have a clear perspective and understand the true meaning of being shaped and molded and being made new. I call out to you, O God. I pray, come, Holy Spirit, come. Saturate me in your presence. Let your will be done. O God, I pray for you. I mean, uh, O God, I thank you for all that you have done for me. How you have healed me, set me free, and delivered me. I praise you, O God. Let your will be done. I spread my wings and soar into the wind, chasing after my God, being led by his spirit and serving the Son. Praise God. So this is just a... Uh, an example of me pouring my heart out when I was at the point in my life where I was like, Lord, I I can't do this anymore. I've got to have you at the steering wheel. You've got to lead my life. You've got to just take control and lead and guide me because I I don't even know where to go anymore. So I hope that this has been an encouragement to someone today. I uh, praise God for all the listeners out there that that listen to these podcast episodes and are being encouraged and lifted up. And I just uh, I'll uh, continue to publish these episodes because I really feel that there's going to be an important move of the Spirit through this podcast. And the people that are listening to it in their lives, that the Spirit is going to move in your lives in a great, mighty, and tremendous way. And so uh, keep the faith. Don't give up. Continue to pray. Continue to read the Word. 
get involved in a church somewhere if you're not already. And continue to press into the Lord. Pray and ask for Him to reveal Himself to you. Seek the Lord with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And just uh, continue to press into Him. When we, when we draw near to God, He will draw near to us, and He will meet us right where we are at, no matter how filthy, no matter how dirty, no matter how far down in the mire and the muck we are. The Lord will come to us in our time of need. When we are in our worst possible state that we could ever be in, we could be suicidal, we could be strung out on drugs, we could be contemplating doing something self-destructive. Whatever it is, give it to the Lord. Just call out to Him. Even if you've got to cry and and pray to the Lord and ask Him to come to you and help you, just uh, just reach out to Him. The Lord is the only one that can help us. He's the only one that can that can fix our lives. He's the only one that can start straightening out all the the crooked paths that we have walked. And so the Lord is the only one that can help us to walk that straight and narrow path. So continue to praise the Lord. Continue to tune in to these uh, podcast episodes. Like I've shared before, if, if you are enjoying these podcast episodes and you would like to get connected with this podcast and would like to be informed when new ones come out, uh, tap the follow button and, and tap the symbol of the bell. That way you will get the new episodes as they come out and you will get a notification every time a new one comes out. So praise the Lord. Keep your head up. Keep on fighting. Keep moving forward. Even Remember that even when our walk has been reduced to a crawl, If we are still moving forward, we are still progressing into the things the Lord has for us. Because sometimes the Lord will allow us to be reduced to a crawl. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes it's a process of us being stretched. We are being challenged in ways that are unfamiliar to us at times. And that's not always a bad thing. Sometimes it's necessary to help us grow in the ways that we need to grow. So praise the Lord. You take care. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. Thank you. Bye-bye.